0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Races, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
2: What's up, everyone? I'm Will Fulton, and this is Thrillist Best Podcast. (laughs) First of all, thank you to everyone who tuned in last week for a season two premiere. Uh, The show's a little bit different right now. We're making it in my apartment in Brooklyn and not in our studio in Manhattan. You know, we're self-isolating. I have all my equipment here. And we're trying to make it work, so all your feedback has been really great. We want to thank everyone out there who listened to the show and left us a review. Uh, Like I said, we're going to start reading them out here on the show, your reviews. Uh, So this time, why don't you tell me about your favorite frozen pizza and what we got right and what we got wrong with this episode, and I'll check it out. So on that note, we had planned for a big frozen pizza episode before all this started where we were going to bring in chefs and compare it to real pizza and have all these pizza makers and do taste tests, and it was going to be a whole thing But obviously, times have changed. So we have to do this in my own apartment. Luckily, I have a working fridge and a working oven, even though I really don't use it that much. Uh, So I'm going to be doing this taste test with my girlfriend, Keller Powell, uh, who I'm isolating with. She's also a Thrillist executive travel editor. And we're going to be dialing in Thrillist editor, Andy Kriza. He's our in-house frozen pizza expert. He's tried all of these frozen pizzas. He's tried every nationally available brand He's ranked them, he's written about them. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows about frozen pizza more than this dude, so he's the guy to talk to. So anyway, Andy picked out five different exemplary pizzas for us to try. We're going to taste test the best and then rank them at the end of this episode, but first off, for a little pizza taste testing guidance, I'm going to call Scott Weiner, a.k.a. Scott the Pizza Guy, a.k.a. the world's premier pizza expert, to get some insight, and then it's on to our quarantine pizza party. All right, Scott's up.
0: Hey, hello. This is Scott. Hey, Scott. This is Will from Thrillist. Will, Wow, amazing timing. I was just scrolling through my email, being like, "Wait a second, where was I supposed to call?"
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm one minute late. Okay, one minute. Oh no, no no no, <laughs> no, 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 no! It's no. I seriously thought that like I must have a link or something. No, I I call so like I call because I like uh I like to get this is a suggestion from my girlfriend actually. She's like, when you call people for the podcast you should get the phone ringing, you know, like they do in the yeah. daily. And I think that's a good call.
0: Yeah.
2: So, Scott, for for people who, who don't have the privilege of knowing you and your lifelong dedication to pizza, can you give us the quick spiel? Sure. I
0: decided about 12, 13 years ago that I was just going to find a way to dedicate my life to pizza. I didn't know how that was going to happen. I just said, I want to be a professional pizza enthusiast. And I printed up business cards that said professional pizza enthusiast. And I said, I don't know what it's going to look like, but let's go. <laughs> and I started digging around and traveling to pizzerias and learning whatever I could asking questions, reading pizza trade magazines, going to pizza trade shows. And then one thing led to another, and I started taking my friends around the famous pizzerias uh, and then they told me that maybe I should, like, charge people for that. So I decided to launch this company called Scott's Pizza Tours. And that was my entry into being a professional pizza enthusiast, which since then has led to judging pizza competitions and consulting for pizzerias and ingredient companies and doing all kinds of crazy stuff, doing a show with Thrillist. Hell yeah. oh yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, now I just I uh, get to live. La Vida Pizza, as they say.
2: What's your take on frozen pizza? As someone who probably thinks about pizza more than anyone else, what's your general thought about the idea, the concept, and the validity of frozen pizza?
0: Wow. The idea and the concept and the validity did of you frozen like pizza. Did you like that? I, I was thinking the, about that. <laughs> I loved, did you ever think in your life that one day that would be your job was to say that sentence?
2: I kind of did, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to say, validity... Of course,
0: it's valid. Frozen, why not? I mean, making pizza something that's available, easy to get your hands on, that's inexpensive, that has always been the identity of this food. Mm. So, even if frozen pizza may, and I'm going to say just my honest truth right now, it will never taste as good as a fresh pizza ever. Doesn't matter. The point is, frozen pizza is way better than no
1: pizza.
2: Yeah. While I'm going through these frozen pizzas, I'm about to start my journey uh, imminently. What should I be looking for? How should I rate a pizza? Is there some type of rubric I can follow? What do you do?
0: Well, I think you have to start off with the easiest thing to rate on a pizza, which is the quality of the topping. Okay. So if you're starting there, then it's is the cheese to sauce ratio appropriate or is it no sauce? Like a lot of frozen pizzas are very low on sauce. You need the moisture because you're, you're reheating it more exposure to heat just means it's going to dry out. So better be saucy. Otherwise mm. we don't have problems. So toppings are an easy way to start. There's some pizza companies out there that do a frozen pie that I think has pretty good toppings, And then you, you get to the tough part, which is the crust. Hmm. The whole goal of the frozen pizza, the the thing that really was the biggest, most stirring event in frozen pizza history was the battle that was the entry of DiGiorno versus the entry of the Freschetta self-rising crust pizza in the early 90s, I think it was. okay. Where there was a real battle between the companies. Their whole goal was to use ingredients that would allow the dough to rise again when it's in your home of which never happened before, it's got to so be tricky. Plus, yeah, dude, really freaking tricky. So you got to use you got to use a uh, a, a, dou- a t- double acting like a bicarbonate, which is going to rise during the process of production, but then also during the bake. That's tough.
2: That's some hardcore science right there. That goes beyond pizza.
0: Frozen pizza is hardcore science. It's not something made in the kitchen. It's most of the time made in a lab, with very few exceptions. But those are the high end that I alluded to earlier.
2: Interesting. I'm I'm picturing like a Jurassic Park, like white lab coats, lots of beakers, lots of graduated cylinders, that type of thing. People oh playing. People playing pizza god, pretty much.
0: Yeah, they are, and it's like this shouldn't be done. You shouldn't <laughs> be allowed to do this.
2: Um, is there anything else that I, I should be Looking for, I can't borrow your palette per se, but maybe you can extend some words of wisdom to kind of help me along this. I really
0: feel like you don't need any advice on what tastes good. You will know what you like, okay. and there's nothing I could tell you that'll tell you know that'll make you figure out what you like any faster than you just existing.
2: Mm, okay. So I really feel
0: like you you were born with everything you need to
2: answer this question. I like that. All right, cool, Scott. Thanks for setting us up here, and good luck.
0: Thank Got you, sir. Speed on
2: your journey. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, man. Take it easy. Good night and good luck, and I'll talk to you in a few days when all this is over.
0: Sounds good. Go wash your hands now.
2: All right, man. Later. Want to read the instructions? Newman's own.
3: 100% real cheese.
2: Okay. Well, those aren't really the directions.
3: Preheat oven to 425. That's I would, done? I'd say that's done. Place pizza directly on oven rack.
2: Okay, I can do that. These headphones are long, so it'll, it'll reach.
3: For best results, do not bake on a cookie sheet.
2: Siri, set an alarm for 12 minutes from now. Okay, I set an alarm for 8, 10 p.m. Okay, and now we call Andy. Uh, yeah. Huh. How did you pick up without it even ringing? Hmm. It,
1: ra- it rang to me.
2: Now we're going to have to add in the ringing effect afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> it, you were on it. Well, thank you for being prepared. Keller and Will are here on the phone. Hi, Andy. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? Um, can you hear me? Oh, we can hear you excellently. So we're starting off with our pizza. Our, we're running the pizza gamut. We're starting off number one with Newman's Own Pizza. It's Keller's favorite we already had okay. this before quarantine, so I want to start off with with a little Newman's Own.
3: I don't know if uh, it's my that... favorite. I mean, it's the one that I buy most regularly at the grocery store.
2: Well, that, it's, it's your go-to. That, yeah, okay. That I think they're you know.
3: I mean, maybe at the end of this experiment, I will walk away with a new favorite.
2: Well, I think that's what we're hoping. So I guess Andy, number one, what are your thoughts on Newman's Own, and number two? Why are we trusting you so much with your frozen pizza opinion?
1: Well, first and foremost, I think that Newman's Zone is a very admirable uh, addition to the frozen pizza pantheon. It has the most handsome of all frozen pizza mascots <laughs> But yeah I think that I think that Newman's Zone, in addition to uh, you know being a a product that benefits a charity with all its profits, which is wonderful um, kind of represents the, the the best of the traditional kind of cardboard crusty frozen pizzas that you think about when you close your eyes and think about a frozen pizza. Like, it's kind of it's the best in show for that.
2: Life. That's a good comment. I'm sorry. I'm still hung up on your most handsome because I, for me, the Red Baron is much more handsome than Paul Newman. It,
1: it, Paul Newman seems like he'd be more of a, a gentle pizza mascot, love, than the
2: Red Baron. The, the German war also, is pilot? the
1: Red Baron like a
2: Nazi? Uh, No. But he, I, oh, th- no,
1: that, yeah, I think, yeah. well, no,
2: he was, well, he was a World War I German. So fair. he missed the cutoff, I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail you with my, my disagreement. So you know about <laughs> frozen pizzas. Like why, why are you our expert source here or one of them?
1: Well, for, for a long time, I was the food and drink editor at Thrillist and I took it upon myself at one point to start reviewing frozen pizzas just because uh, over the course of the years frozen pizzas have really stepped up their game. So for over the course of the two months or two years, I ate 36 different brands of frozen pizza uh, in order to kind of suss through the best and the worst. So I was eating everything from, you know, lean cuisine to Oprah cauliflower crust all the way up to fancy cryogenically frozen ones from, uh, from Italy itself. Um, so yeah, I know a lot about frozen pizzas. Uh, I'm also just a podgy Midwestern guy. And so it's kind of, you know, if the, if, if the stretch pants fit you know
2: there you go there's the alarm is it
1: is it a situation in brooklyn like a like a kansas farmhouse windowsill but like every window has pizza cooling <laughs> on it? <laughs> okay Ooh,
2: yeah. it looks pretty good i have to say that this is the uh we got specifically the Margarita pie.
1: is this your maiden voyage on newman's own
2: uh no, I've had this a few times because you know, like Kel- okay. Keller was saying, this is the one she stocks, but I've never really thought about it.
3: <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's because DeJorno just like was kind of the lo- nerd loser kid that I I didn't want to endorse. I don't know. I just DiGiorno? went. I just went for Paul Newman.
2: Yeah. Are you saying you knew someone named DeJorno that was like that? It was
3: like people made fun of DeJorno, so I, I, I don't. I I don't know.
2: Yeah. So Newman's own is one hundred percent. Charity, that's kind of amazing. So they make no money off of this.
3: One of the supported charities is Food Core, which goes to communities across the country to educate students on cooking and gardening with healthy fruits and vegetables. Which feels ironic for a frozen pizza to go towards healthy food. Well, there are fresh tomatoes on this
2: margarita pie. Hmm. Do you know? How, do you know why the Mar- margarita pie is named that after Queen Margarita? And King Umberto, they were the first people to ever have pizza delivered. What was that?
1: Sorry, I, the, the delivery guy just <laughs> so Are you serious? That, yeah.
2: No. <laughs> I didn't know
1: that you were calling. I, and I, I should have gotten pizza that we're getting euros. So. Wait a
2: minute. The delivery guy just came when I was talking about that delivery story. Yeah, there's something,
1: something in the ether, I gotta say.
3: Okay, we're taking our bites.
2: Yeah, okay. So one thing I got from Scott was, Gut reaction is important. What you think of right yeah. off the bat. Do not overthink it. Just like immediate.
3: I think the cheese is good. The crust is very cardboardy.
2: It's very cardboardy. The, the tomatoes taste kind of weird. They, they definitely taste like canned tomatoes.
3: Mm.
2: Like they don't taste they don't taste fresh. And they're not. So I understand that. That was a good soundbite. That, that was a good crunch color you got going.
3: Hmm.
2: The crust is huge, and it's so hard to nail like a crust that tastes like an actual fresh fresh pizza. So that always kills it for me. That's always my deal breaker with all the frozen pizzas I've had. It's just like this crust is just like either too cardboardy or too spongy. There's no Goldilocks crust. Mm. Maybe there will be. I don't know. Okay. This Newman's Own, I, I, we started off here because I've had it so many times. I kind of know what I thought. The vegetables taste kind of old out of a can. The cheese is all lumpy.
3: Okay, well next like time you you buy and prepare <laughs> however, the pizza.
2: However, just to reiterate, it's for a great cost, so I I can uh I can sacrifice myself for that. Paul Newman great guy. Okay, pizza. Check out The Sting if you haven't seen it. Handsome. Okay, we should go. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you guys at your next
3: lunch. Okay, bye. Bye, Andy.
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, oh. but let me play Devil's Advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
2: Yeah, I think it's about ready. This is uh, the second pizza that we're doing. It's DiGiorno, rising crust. Anyway what do you think about DiGiorno? Keller uh, Keller's not too excited about the DiGiorno. She thinks it's um. She she doesn't think it's. She said people, yeah, she doesn't think it's cool. She said people make fun of DiGiorno, which I guess is true, but they were like one of the first companies to come out with a rising crust, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, DiGiorno was kind of, for the longest time, it was like the gold standard, like Cadillac, frozen pizza. There was nothing like it that had come out, you know, like they kind of cracked that code of how to make the crust not be the cardboard. Um, so to find out that it's like the AV club president of of the frozen pizza school in Texas is really, really (laughs) disheartening to me.
2: Yeah. In Dallas, where Kelly grew up, they were just ripping on DiGiorno all day (laughs) at (laughs) school.
1: That's that's a really, really weird school. When I started my ranking, I was like, oh, Crochetta's going to win. I love Franchetta. And then I was like, I think I was mixing them up. (laughs) Um, <laughs> you thought
2: yeah. in in a in like an adolescent or early adulthood drunken haze, you were just confusing the two brands.
1: Yeah, and which is weird because like DiGiorno is such a nerd. Uh, it kind of went from being uh, this like game changer to like just being the game for a lot of frozen pizzas, and so it, I think it got kind of Kleenex into the into the lexicon.
2: Right. So you just refer to a frozen pizza. It got Nintendo'd for like suburban yes, housewives. Got it. Totally. It looks pretty good. It's coming out. That I mean, that awesome. crust definitely rose. You know what I mean? Wait, are you, do you think it's ready? I think it's ready. It looks it's brown around the edge. It's kind of bubbling up a little bit. That's the sign. Andy, what is your go-to sign that a frozen pizza is ready for consumption? Still kind of
1: liquid. The directions on the box were followed. The timer off. How how often do you guys use your oven?
2: Uh, not a lot, man. Um. While this cooks, I think it's funny that you said you you mixed up Tshoano with and So you had these like built-in opinions about them that were just totally wrong. Yeah, they they, they look almost exactly alike. So I used to think that you two, I, I when I was a kid, like maybe like six or seven, I switched you two and the police in my mind. So all, for for like years,
1: that happened to me with. I thought that my morning jacket
2: was my chemical romance. Oh, they're really different, though.
1: They're
0: drastically
1: different. Yeah. It,
2: okay, is the soupiness in I, the middle? DiGiorno feels like it could get very soupy in the middle because of its girth. You know, yeah, so, uh,
1: yeah it's a very greasy pizza for sure. I think it's supposed it's, to be it's greasy. Heavy too.
2: Yeah, it is heavy. Is it
1: ready? What kind is it? Pepperoni.
2: Oh, it's pepperoni. Yeah,
1: they have a pretty greasy pepperoni, it's which it, I think is a sign of of, of, of quality.
2: Truth. Wow. Yeah, the flakes, I think it's ready, Keller. I think it's just, we're going to have to deal with a little soupiness in the middle. Here's the slide off. It looks pretty good, I have yeah, to say. It looks, really it looks really good. Now, does 100% of DiGiorno's uh, proceeds <laughs> go to charity, or do they go right to the DiGiorno family?
1: Right into Tim DiGiorno's wallet.
2: <laughs> oh, you mean that kid that Keller used to make fun of at school?
1: Yeah, it's all part of the the children of Dallas. <laughs>
2: We were, we were actually listening to, sorry, but we were listening to The Synchronicity before by The Police, formerly known as U2 in my mind. I don't, I don't like, I think The Police, I think The Police are pretty overrated. I think Synchronicity is like kind of a bad album. That side one is rough.
1: I think I would rather listen to The Police than U2 a lot of the times, although like as they both progress. They got uh, less interesting to me. If Bono made a frozen pizza, (laughs) I guarantee you that all of that would go to charity.
2: Yeah, they would call it Pro Bono, pronounced Pro Bono, and it would go all to... No, I'm just saying. What do you think? Gut reaction. Mm. Okay. Do you hear those sounds, Andy?
3: It's a tasty morsel.
2: All right, I'm going to cut off some. It's really (laughs) thick. It's super heavy. Be
3: careful, it's really hot.
2: It is really hot. Okay, there's something about this pizza that's very dessert-like.
3: It doesn't taste like anything I've ever like any pizza I've ever had in a restaurant or or anywhere not out of the oven. Yes, like it doesn't taste anything like a normal pizza. It
2: certainly does. I'm telling you, <laughs> there's something dessert-like, like like a like a pie crust or like some type of confectionery, mm. like sweetness.
3: Maybe the sauce is sweet?
2: A lot of people do joke about DiGiorno being not great. Maybe it's just because it's... Maybe it's not because DiGiorno was great. It's just like, you know...
3: It was the most widely advertised frozen pizza when we were growing up.
2: Exactly. So maybe the hate's directed towards frozen pizza, and yeah. DiGiorno's just bearing the brunt. In the exactly. Spot. Okay.
1: Because this is good. I don't we're, know, but you like Tombstone, and Tombstone was heavily heavily advertised,
2: too. Hmm. I feel like Tombstone was like heavily advertised in... Maybe like the mid 90s where at the turn of the millennium, Y2K, DiGiorno started <coughs> advertising more. So like people that are younger, you're a little bit older than this, Andy. I'm sorry. Maybe that lot. <laughs> Maybe that <laughs> that makes a little difference. Cause I feel like when we were kids, when we were like 10 or 11, DiGiorno was all over TV and Tombstone. I remember Tombstone ads because they were funny. What do you want on your Tombstone? You don't know what I'm talking about? Kimberly? I don't
3: remember that. I'm different regions.
2: Well, you were in, literally in Texas. Yeah, I would think that that would have just, like, <laughs> oh. been a given. Wasn't that guy your governor? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's so good. When you take a bite, the, the cheese, like, does the strand thing as you pull away. The cheese pull? Yeah, the cheese pull. And then I think the crust really has a lot to offer these little crispy bits. There's, like, extra crispy burnt yeah. cheese crisps on the on the crust. There is. Can you tell I... And the sophisticated
2: <laughs> food. What do you think about the cheese to sauce race ratio? Because that's the other thing we need to look for. I think it's pretty good here. Very good. It spread out evenly.
3: A lot more sauce than what we've seen. It wasn't before. clumpy
2: like the uh, the charity b- <laughs> the charity pizza that we won't name anymore. Mm, Not yeah. to be confused with pro pro bono pro bono the pro the pro bono pie.
3: It also just looks better than that one.
2: It has this like cheese blend into the edges of the crust.
3: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and
2: it looks and it's crispy. Yeah, and it looks like an actual pizza. Did we turn the oven off?
1: <laughs> oh no! This Wait, is
3: no. The, we last, did it.
1: the last episode of the best dinner. Wow,
3: well, good call there.
1: <laughs> hey, can I can I ask you a question about your DiGiorno? By the way, please. It's on top of my. That's all did we got. Did they going deliver? Up. Did you get the DiGiorno delivered? Because that happened to me once, and it blew my mind. <laughs>
3: Yes, we certainly. <laughs> yeah, we did. did.
2: <laughs> we did get it. It's delivery. It was DiGiorno. It was pretty good. I like it.
3: All right, let Andy get back to his family.
2: Yeah, that, Andy, thanks for uh, for weighing into the pizza the other day. DiGiorno, pretty yeah, good. And, and, and
1: yeah, yeah. So cool. Well, I'll talk to you guys at your next family dinner. Please turn uh, the oven off.
2: Thank you so much, Andy. We love All you. Right, later, guys. Bye. All right. I'm gonna call Andy. Hello, Will. Hello, Andy. We got through DiGiorno's, we got through Newman's own. Those were good warm ups. Now we're in the middle of the order, the heavy hitters. Tonight, we're sampling Table 87. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, kind of a mini chain of pizza restaurants in Brooklyn, New York. That's where we're from, Kella.
3: Yeah, so is it only found in New York? Well, no, I'm about... That's what I was trying.
2: Oh, okay. So they they have these restaurants they opened up um, in Brooklyn. I think one's in Gowanus, one's in Brooklyn Heights, and I think one is in, uh, like, Industry City, that area. Uh, But in 2015, they went on Shark Tank. You know the Shark Tank? Mm -hmm. And they pitched the idea of this frozen pizza... And I guess the sharks bought. I don't know. I don't. I never really saw Shark Tank. Have you seen it, Ed? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I probably watched like seven episodes of Shark Tank a day, and I've weirdly <laughs> never seen that episode. Well, the sharks bought it, or they they yeah, invested. Yeah, Lori it bought it. it. Okay, and then now it's now it's yeah. It is available nationally. It's like Brooklyn, coal fire oven style frozen pizza,
3: authentic frozen. Wait. Brooklyn coal fired pizza pie. Pizza pie.
2: Yeah, and it's uh supposed to be pretty legit. I mean, they're yeah, they they made a big push
1: nationally recently. I think one of the interesting things about these guys is the uh the packaging is really cool. Like it's like a big giant slice of pizza in uh, a bag, like a vacuum sealed bag. So it kind of pops off the shelf. It's got really fresh looking ingredients on it. Uh, you know the the basil leaves are are legit. Fresh looking,
2: which is pretty cool. Yeah.
3: So this one we're supposed to be cooking on a baking pan. So we don't we don't have that. Are we, you monitoring it? No, we didn't do that. Make sure it's okay.
2: <laughs> it looks good. I think we should take it out. I
1: really think the two of you should have um, a cooking show of some <laughs> sort where you figure out what an oven is.
3: That's kind of what we're doing right now. Last time we just like left the oven on for an inordinate amount of time. Mm. I think it
2: looks just like a pizza that would come out at, like, a like a coal-fired restaurant. Yeah. And it tastes like it, too. This mm-hmm. is really, really, really good.
3: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
2: All right. So, going through the pizza rubric, your gut reaction, Keller. What do you think when you first taste, bite into this?
3: I'm into this. It doesn't taste like it was frozen.
2: It really doesn't. It really doesn't. Mm-mm. The
3: others have that, like, boxed frozen taste.
2: Right. And the sauce to cheese ratio... It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's not splotchy. It's consistent.
3: It's not messy. It's a very um.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's smooth, <laughs> and the crust, which is usually the hardest part, crust is pretty good. The crust is really crunchy. And you're right, it doesn't taste frozen. It tastes fresh. This stuff is pretty good, Andy.
1: Yeah, I like table eighty-seven. I think they've got kind of the the best in show for the um, for the sauce for sure. Like it's got you know chunk. It's a little chunky. It's a little sweet. Everything tastes really fresh. It's got that—the that, um, that the cheese consistency is very New York, and it's very um, true to style. Uh, you don't get that, like, kind of, like, thin-sliced, fresh mozzarella consistency outside of New York too often.
2: I think that this—if someone served this to me in, like, a restaurant, I wouldn't—I wouldn't be blown away and be like, this is the best pizza I've ever had, but I would—I wouldn't be like, did you just— cook a frozen pizza in your kitchen without us realizing. I would say that. Like, it's, it is that good. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's a, this is like a testament to how far
1: we've come since DiGiorno was the game changer.
2: We watched Heat last night, which, uh, you know.
3: Oh! <laughs> oh, my God, Andy. Was this your idea? Oh, that's my, fa- that's my favorite one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew he picked this up somewhere.
2: You know, uh, eating a DiGiorno pizza and watching Heat, that's a really, it's a celebration of excess. <laughs> <laughs> did yeah, you know fantastic. did you know not to go too much uh, like on a tangent on this frozen pizza episode but did you know that originally in the script i learned this after looking up some heat facts today al pacino's character was addicted to coke in the original script, oh yeah and that's how yeah, he played he it still, he still did it yeah and that's why he acts the way he does it's just the way he adds things like uh i told you when we hooked up baby yeah. That you're going to have
1: to share. <laughs> 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 I love that movie. I should make my four year old watch that. That's
2: what I'm saying. All right. So, Table 87 was a big success uh, in the Keller Will household. And, Andy, yeah, the next time we talk to you, we'll be trying another one of your picks.
3: So, just to be clear, this you can find in any grocery store anywhere.
2: No, you can't find this. You you have to
1: go to like a Whole Foods or like a comparable, a fancy uh, place. Kind of, a, a bougier place. Yeah. Like, you're not going to find this at your your standard, like, Kroger or uh, whatever they have you in New York, the, the Kroger equivalent. Ralph, we pi, have a. Piggly
2: here. Wiggly. You can't waltz into the Piggly Wiggly and expect <laughs> to find a pizza of this quality, Keller. No. All right. Thank you, Andy. Till tomorrow. Yep. All right. Oh! What? All right. We got to call Andy. It's been sitting out a while.
3: <laughs> what's the deal with this peanut sauce?
2: Is it pizza
1: time? <laughs> you, <laughs> you got it. Now we're just talking oh, like Al Pacino all what,
2: the time. <laughs> what's cooking, little guy?
1: <laughs> Did
2: your four-year-old watch Heat by any chance?
1: Nah, she got about a quarter of the way through, and then she uh, decided to switch over to Righteous Kill because <laughs> she liked Forever De Niro as well.
2: <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, our pizza. Speaking of... Oh, I forgot. We're we're doing a show about pizza. There's the alarm.
3: Whoa, it's all bubbly.
2: It is all bubbly. Okay. Which one are you eating? This is table five. Ooh. Right.
3: It says to let it stand for
2: two minutes. Let it stand for two minutes. It looks great. Wow.
3: The name of this one is very similar to the name of... The last one. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Weren't Keller. they both tables, table something? They
2: literally have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> they're completely different. They just, are, for some reason, there's the word table and a number. There's just no correlation at all.
3: Table five. And then the other one was?
2: Table 87. from hmm. New York. Now, these are from California. And the most interesting thing about these ones, you know, we talk a lot about the crust, how the cru- crust is, you know, the the downfall of so right. many frozen pizzas. This takes a whole different approach. This crust is made with cornmeal.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the cornmeal.
2: And
1: most of the times that I've seen the cornmeal crust presentation, uh, like on the West Coast, it's usually at a pretty bougie place that'll like, you know, have have a big farm to table uh, thing going on. Even though cornmeal is not the kind of thing that you can. Be like, oh, I got this from the farmer down the road. Right. Uh, it's huge. like huge it, There was this one place before the big pizza boom in Portland, Oregon, when I lived there, uh, called Dove Vive, that was one of, like, the most raved about uh, shops in town, and they did something very similar to what uh, Table 5 is doing, which is, yeah, just, like, super crunchy, dense, but kind of airy. Um, it's, it, 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 yeah, like I said, very much its own thing.
2: I was listening to you, and that was great info, but... <laughs> I have to go oh old gob. It's really hot. <laughs> oh, Christ. It's good, though. Ooh. Yeah, it's different, though. It's definitely different. You can taste it right away. Keller, why don't you try some? Okay. She's got a cheese bowl right there. Big one.
3: Yeah, the cheese is pulley, which I like. Yeah, it's like pie crust. It's like sweet.
2: It is. Does it taste like a frozen pizza?
3: Yes, because it doesn't taste like anything I've ever had in a restaurant.
2: Okay. Hmm. But you've never had cornmeal pizza in a restaurant. mm I don't know. It, we talk a lot about how, and Andy, I know you bring this up a lot with pizzas. Like, it seems like the downfall when you critique these frozen pizzas is always the crust, but this company kind of just said, we're not going to do the DiGiorno-style rising crust. We're not going to try to replicate anything you've ever had before. We're just going to do our own thing. Which is kind of innovative and kind of makes sense in a little bit. They're just sidestepping that problem.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think the sauce is also a frequent downfall. And I think that this one nails
2: the sauce. What do you think, Kelly? Uh... <laughs> I'm still eating it.
3: I'm still eating it. Again, I think like if you didn't read the back of the box and you just picked this up, you would be very confused.
2: <laughs> you think they should be more explicit that this isn't, this isn't your normal frozen pizza? Not
3: your average frozen pizza.
2: You think it's just... It's camouflaged as normal frozen pizza. People are going to pick it up, bring it home, and their families are just going to be furious.
3: It doesn't say anything about cornmeal.
2: Well, look in the the front. Made with our signature cornmeal crust. Oh, there it is. Yeah. (laughs) It's the fine print that gets you. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, This was great. You know, Andy, really quickly, to bring it back, I was listening to some police records, and I... Oh, no! I'm just saying, I think that...
3: Police are better than U2.
2: No, I don't think that. I think that when they're good they're great, but in the there's a lot of filler in those albums, on those Police albums.
1: There's a lot of filler in U2's career. Keller, are you a Police person or a U2 person or are you ag- agnostic?
3: Um I feel pretty apathetic about both. I'm ready for this to be over. I'm I'm kind of tired of pizza.
2: Do you want a vegetable? Yeah. Okay. <sighs>
3: <laughs> bye, right, Andy. Bye, guys.
2: Bye. Do you think he wants to stop calling him? <laughs> Andy Kreese's house pizza. Hey, is this Andy? It's Andy. Andy Kreese from from work. <laughs> hey, this is Will from Thrillist. What's
1: up? Hey, Will. How are you? I'm good. I'm good.
2: How are you guys doing? Oh, I'm fine. It's just me right now. Um, Keller's finishing Thanks. up some work. Oh, I prefer Keller. I know. Most people do. This is our last <laughs> pizza. So this pizza right now, this is Chicago's home run-in. It's another pizza that comes from an actual restaurant. It's inspired by a restaurant. It's made by a real restaurant.
1: It's one of those like mini chains that's really beloved for like after Little League games. Uh, people will get really stoked to go to Home Run In. Uh, and yeah, like when I first started reviewing the frozen pizzas way back in the, in, in the before times of 2017 or whatever, uh, the internet comments were like, yo, you forgot Home Run In pizza and I had never heard of it. And then I just started seeing it in the grocery store. And so. Gave it a shot, and it turned out that was, like, the first time internet commenters have ever been right about something. <laughs> I, I actually think it's really good. It's very buttery. It's very rich. Uh, and, yeah, that, like, <laughs> you gotta got to go easy on it as a result, even though it's very thin.
2: Keller took a bite, and she's nodding enthusiastically.
3: Mm-hmm. What's
2: your gut reaction here, Keller?
3: I'm really liking it. You are? Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's buttery. Yeah? It really does of everything that we've had so far, it most closely resembles, like, the Pizza Hut of my youth.
2: Okay, the Pizza Hut of your youth. You yeah. mean Pizza Hut?
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. It has kind of a crumbly crust that you don't really get out here on the East Coast.
3: I don't think the crust is crumbly. You don't think so? No, I don't love the crust. It it's There's nothing really extraordinary about the crust to me.
2: I'm just saying it's it's almost like um mm. like if you take a bite of the crust like a corner of it it kind of crumbles and flakes maybe flaky is a better word mm. for it flaky flaky
3: yeah yeah I see flaky
2: okay there you go flaky and crumbly you're splitting hairs here
3: mm-hmm. also kind of pie like exactly I see what you're saying you thank you Keller it's not as yeah it's crispy on the bottom Right, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I see what you're saying.
2: Yeah, and it's not as like you know a Newman's Own is kind of just like mm. thin and crunchy, goes for the fresh taste. This is somewhere in the middle, and I really honestly like it.
3: I think this is my favorite. Really, I really, I'm really enjoying it. Mm.
2: Mm. This is, I must say, I I think this is the kind of frozen pizza that you can't let sit for a while, or it won't. It will be, you know it'll drop dramatically in quality. I think you have to eat it hot.
3: Why? Why?
2: Because I think that this crust is so flaky and crumbly that, like, the cheese and the sauce will get really hard and it will just taste really weird.
1: I have had this one as a leftover, uh, and it was, your, 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 your theory is correct. This one does not uh, do well um, after after it's cooled off, and it doesn't do well reheated. Right. It's got to kind of, like, smash through it. and Because, uh, yeah, like, Buttery stuff congeals really quickly, and like that much cheese.
2: You want to hear Andy's rankings? Mm-hmm. All right, Andy.
1: Okay, so of of the ones that you have eaten, okay, so my ranking would be number five would be Newman's Own, which I think is a uh, a quality version of your like traditional generic cardboard crust uh, frozen pizza. After that, I am gonna go with DiGiorno which is the OG of the Rising Crust, uh, a pioneer that has been left behind in the trail that it blazed. Hmm. After that, I'm going to go with uh, Table 5, the Cornmeal Crust um, peculiarity out of San Francisco. Uh, Then Table 87, the so-called New York style uh, sold as a slice or a pie Mm. pizza. And then finally, I'm going to go and stick with... Home Run in as being the highest quality of the pizzas that you ate.
2: Wow. Okay. All right. Well, Andy, really quickly, I don't think that you saying you two and the police are totally different. I think your whole stance on that is a little, it's a little snobby. And I think you saying that, you know, oh, you know, the police, they're so much more sophisticated. They. Why what are we still hell? talking why, about why is, this?
1: Yeah. Like, first, okay. First, listen there, buddy. Here's the thing. I didn't even know we were going to be talking about that. I have neither thought of the police nor you, two in several months. Like, somebody's springing a comparison on this. You, the host, the celebrity of this group, are What's sitting celebrity? here springing uh, a deep, classic rock-driven conversation on me, unannounced. The other thing is that people that live the U2, which you clearly do, are no. really brazen about it. You're like the <laughs> in and out burger eater no. of the music world. Right? I'm not I'm not
2: a really even a big U2 fan. I just I just don't I just don't like the way that you kind of dismissed U2 and you kind of put police. And also, I wanted to go back here. I don't think I've ever seen Taken. Are you saying that they, that woman was going to see <laughs> U2 yeah. on so there's in like 2006. When did that movie come with out? With
3: Liam Neeson, you've you have never seen it? No, I have not Wow. We should watch that yeah, tonight. Yeah, it's not a
2: good movie.
1: His, yeah, so his daughter gets abducted because she goes to, to Europe to follow you 2 around like they're the dead. Uh, and yeah, that's, so it's a cautionary tale about enjoying you 2 <laughs> better than the police. Because if she was following the police, she would have been safe.
2: Yeah, they only had one tour. <laughs> I think it was domestic. Andy, you're a pizza spirit guide. We love you. Thanks for All having right. this journey with don't, us. Don't forget to turn your oven off.
3: We did, we did. Oh, okay,
2: yeah, he did. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. okay, bye guys. Bye, Andy. Thanks again.
3: Bye, Andy. <phone rings> mm. You really pissed him off there.
2: Oh, I think he's fine. I'm
3: still eating this. I know. It's delicious. It is.
2: Okay, Keller. We've had a night to think about it. We've eaten some vegetables. We've ate some, but no, we've eaten some vegetables. Uh, I don't think I'm going to eat frozen pizza for a little bit, but I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> Do you know what your ranking will be? Just to give you a refresher. We yeah. tried Newman's Own, your, your old favorite. DiGiorno, Home Run In, Table 5 and Table 87. the Two tables, unrelated.
3: Yeah, remind me of the difference between the tables because I get them confused. We were right here. This is other was days ago. Would. Okay.
2: So table eighty seven is the New York style, the coal fire oven style in the big plastic bag. Eighty seven. That's eighty seven. Table five is the cornmeal crust. Okay. The one that you said would bewilder suburban housewives who <laughs>
3: <laughs> who bought it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have my ranking. Okay. Um five yeah. is Newman's own.
2: And just to be clear for everyone out there, this is these are all the best. These are just the best of the best. So, so even to be in this top five is is a good thing. It's special, right?
3: Um, number five, Newman's. That's surprising because that was your favorite before. I know, but I just don't think I knew. I don't. My horizons were so s- s- not broad. You
2: were just naive. Yeah. Okay.
3: Um, number four
2: mm-hmm.
3: is I think the pie crust one.
2: Table five with the cornmeal. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
3: I mean. I appreciate it for being different, but it's not. But well, not that it's much. Not my my thing. Okay. Um. Number three, I I liked that DiGiorno as mm-hmm. like just an overindulgent cheese brick.
2: <laughs> just brick <laughs> in your stomach. Yeah. Exactly. Okay.
3: Um. Then I liked that New York style table eighty seven. Table eighty seven. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, it tasted like a real restaurant. It tasted yeah. like a real pizza. It did.
2: It did. Um days, but like you it's, know.
3: we ate that whole thing. It was it was very good. We ate all of them to be clear. Then well we didn't uh we didn't finish a couple. I kinda did. Oh.
2: Yeah. All right. <laughs>
3: um so yeah, that leaves my favorite, mm-hmm. which was so delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, home run it. uh home run it. Yeah. A Chicago one.
2: It and you said it tasted a lot like the chain pizzas of your youth.
3: Yes. It yes. was it made me very nostalgic for like Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Um I feel that. I used to just like house a whole large pizza by myself when I was eight.
2: That's a pretty good ranking. So you you are, are kind of in line with Andy. You have some disagreements there, but yours is pretty close. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so for me, I again, number five, Newman's Own. Um, it's like a bunch of saltine crackers and some mild salsa, but that's not a bad thing. But it's for a good cause. <laughs> and it's it's definitely the lightest pizza we had, so some people probably like that. Yeah. Um, and it all goes to charity. So this might be the one you want to buy. It's, it's available everywhere, as these all are, but more readily available, I would say. Uh, number four, DiGiornos. Uh, It's number four here with the caveat that DiGiorno's was really fucking good. It was surprisingly good. I ate the Supreme version after we did our own pepperoni taste test. And it's just, like, so decadent. It's, like, for a family of four yeah. or, like, 14. Uh, it's, like, the heat of frozen pieces. Just over the top, <laughs> super big, kind of confusing, but you like it at the end. Um, also confirmed the best version to eat cold. Leftover. Mm. Uh, number three. Home run in. This is where this is our big disagreement. Uh, I really, really like it, just to be clear, but it it does taste like a chain pizza you'd order from Domino's, and while that's a plus for you, it's kind of a negative for me. Um, it has that really buttery, flaky crust. Mm. The, size, the sauce is nice and tangy, and it's sharp. It's great. It's just for me, I found it was hard to eat a lot of it. I ate like one, and I'm like, okay, I I don't think I can eat any more of this. But that's not a bad thing, you know. Again, it's really, really good. Uh, number two, table five, we talked about this a lot in the show, the frozen pizza sticking point for me and a lot of people is the crust, um, it's so hard to nail that buckwheat or flour crust in a frozen food, you know, like you would get from a fresh pizza, and table five is just like, fuck it, we're gonna do something totally different, uh, and they nail it, it's different, it's weird, Uh, in a good way, I think it frightened and confused you, Keller, that's why you didn't like it a lot, (laughs) it's
3: good, it just doesn't taste like no, normal but that's fine yeah it doesn't have to all right
2: i liked it and everything else is solid the, the cheese to sauce ratio ratio was great uh it had some great cheese pulls uh so that's my number two so my number one and this really shocked me is table 87 i rarely side with bark cuban and shark tank well, that's not true i don't know but this is really good it tastes like restaurant level pizza it tastes just like legit neapolitan pizza maybe a little bit chewier but i mean you're at home i mean what are you gonna do do you think that your perception of frozen pizza has changed since you started this?
3: Definitely. Yeah. I was not. You were blind. I was blind. Now you can see. Very articulate this morning. so <laughs> many,
2: <laughs> that there are so <laughs> many frozen pizzas out there ready for your consumption. Uh, so That was great. Try any of these. Try all of these. As I said at the top of the episode, leave a review and tell us what your favorite frozen pizza is, what we missed. Well, really what Andy missed because he recommended these to us. So. So direct all your blame hate stories. Andy. Andy. Yeah, blame Andy. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Thrillist Best Podcast. I want to thank Keller Powell, Scott Weiner, and also Andy Kriza for hopping on the phone and talking pizza with us. This episode was produced by Chas Truslow and Debbie Wong. Assistant producer was Mia Fask. I want to thank Brett Kushner and Emily Feld on the Group 9 side and Megan Kirsch and Jim Demico on the Thrill side for steering this ship. Also, big thanks to iHeartRadio's Mangesh Harakudor and big time. Special, special, special thanks to Dan Byrne. Edited and mixed this episode and listened to my voice way more than anyone could ever do. Thank you, Dan, and thanks everyone for listening. See you next week.